This is the Intimacy Podcast. You are listening to episode 46, Flirting. Welcome. This is the Intimacy Podcast. Here you'll find clean sex talk, answers to your intimate questions, and practical advice to take your relationship to the next level. I'm your host, certified intimacy coach and instructor, Rhonda Farr. While this podcast is not rated explicit, some content may not be suitable for younger listeners. Hey there, friends. Welcome back. Before I get started on today's topic, I want to let you know that I'm trying a little something new out on Instagram. So I don't know how long I'll be doing this. We'll just have to wait and see what kind of response I get from everybody. But for now, on Tuesdays, I'm going to be answering questions in person. So if you're listening to this podcast on a Tuesday and you have a burning question about intimacy or your love life, your marriage, sex, whatever it is that you want me to answer, now is your chance. I want you to direct message me your questions on Instagram and each Tuesday I'm going to be tuning in sometime in the afternoon to answer those questions. Now, I might not answer them all on the same day, but I promise if you send me a question, I will get to it. Your name will be kept completely confidential. Nobody will know who's asking the question. And I hope it will be a super fun way to start talking about the things that you really want to know, the things that my listeners have on their minds. So head on over to Instagram, look for Rhonda Farr underscore the underscore intimacy underscore coach. Follow me there to make sure you get your questions answered. I cannot wait to hear what's on your mind. Okay friends, today we are talking about flirting so let's dive in. Flirting is a way to let your partner know that you're still interested in them. To let them know that you're still attracted to them. It's a way you can connect all through the day if you want to. Last week I talked about staying connected when life is hectic. We talked about spending time together as a way to nurture your relationship, both physically and emotionally. Now listen, it's really hard for most of us to want to be hot and romantic in the bedroom, especially on that physical level, if we aren't feeling connected outside of the bedroom on that emotional level. Today, I'm going to give you some ideas of another way you can enhance that connection in your relationship, even when you don't have tons of discretionary time together. Remember last week, we talked a lot about that. Time is super important, but many of us are in a phase of life where time is also a precious commodity. So yep, today I'm going to invite you to rekindle the fire in your relationship through a little bit of good old-fashioned flirting. Now, I'm not trying to say that Jason and I are the flirting experts and I know everything. (laughs) I'm going to give you a couple of examples from our relationship. But I do want you to know that sometimes we do get it right for our relationship, especially in the flirting department. I think that's something that we have been able to figure out for ourselves along the way. And it really does make everything so much more fun And it just feels good when we're in that space together, when we're being kind of light and playful. Because we all know there are so many other opportunities in our lives to be more stressed out and a little bit more under the grind. Okay, 
So that's why I want to talk with all of you about flirting today. Not because I think that I'm the expert, but because I know how amazing it feels when we're keeping it flirty. And I also know from experience, to be fair, how isolating it feels when we're disconnected and we're kind of robotic in the relationship. Flirting can be so connective in a healthy marriage. And it's an easy way, like I said before, to just keep that fun in there, to keep that romance alive when life has a tendency to get too serious. No matter how busy or exhausting your life may be, I'm going to give you some tips today that you can implement now. Now, we often think of flirting as something that's done during the dating or the get-to-know-you phase, and I actually think that is very important, so I'm not disparaging that. But after the newness of the relationship wears off, please don't think that there's no more place for flirting in your married life. I actually think flirting can be even more fun during marriage because that's the space where you've kind of learned a little bit more about each other, maybe what your uh, partner prefers. Perhaps you're even more comfortable with your partner now after a few years of marriage or a few decades, depending on where you're at. I also love it because I think the two of you can create almost a secret little flirting language that's just for the two of you. Now, I don't want to reveal all of our secrets about our personal life and our flirt language here on the podcast. I got to keep some of those just for the two of us, for my husband and I. But suffice it to say, if my husband takes my hand and does a light little stroke of the very center of my palm with his middle finger, I know what that means. We can be in a room full of crowded people, um, a crowded room full of people, and he can just take my hand and stroke the inside of my palm, and I know exactly what he's thinking. Maybe we're at church, and he's sitting up in front of everybody like he has to do often these days. He knows I'm thinking of him when I make certain facial gestures. (laughs) That's probably enough about us for now, but it's true. I do that, even at church. I like to let him know I'm thinking of him, and he lets me know he's thinking of me. Now, for those of you who say, well, of course, flirting comes easy for you because you guys are in that good space. I want you to know that we still have our times where we feel disconnected. And we had about 10 years where we weren't doing things like this. All of this has come through experience and growing our relationship. And I want you to know it's possible for all of you too. Flirting will nurture the intimacy and the fun back into your marriage if you will be intentional about it. Just like we talked about last week, Many of us start to fall into that routine of just coexisting day to day. We live together as husband and wife without really acknowledging each other. I like to spice things up a little bit, don't you? As you start to be more aware and um, start to think about having more fun in your interactions, you're going to start being more intentional again. Paying more attention to each other and figuring out how to spark those little connections throughout your week. Who of you out there doesn't want more fun together? Is there anybody out there who says, no, we got enough fun, no more? (laughs) I don't think there are many people saying that. So for those of you who want to spice things up a bit, you want to have a little bit more fun, flirting is your answer. It can take the seriousness out of the mundane and the day-to-day interactions. It can also highlight your attraction and your affection for each other. Flirting will help you and the love of your life be more physically and emotionally connected 
which you know is what we're all about here on the Intimacy Podcast. Now, if you believe I might be on to something here, but you just don't consider yourself a very good flirter, (laughs) that's okay. I've got you covered today. That's what we're talking all about. I'm going to give you several ideas to think about, and as usual, you can take it all in and decide how to best use the insight for your unique relationship. So I did a little bit of internet searching to get some ideas from there, and I compiled some of my own favorite flirting techniques that Jason and I use in our marriage, and today I'm going to bring you 10 ways to flirt with your spouse this week. Don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to do all of these or even half of these. I know for some of you, you're like, well, I'm just not good at flirting and it's kind of hard. I actually read one article when I was doing my internet search where somebody said they would rather walk over hot coals than to try to flirt. (laughs) So if you consider flirting to be painful, just pick something that off the list, just one thing and try it out this week and see how it goes. And if you get a chance, I'd love for you to let me let me know how it goes as well. All right, so here we go in no particular order. Because, by the way, each marriage is going to have something that they kind of gravitate to because the partners are unique and they have their own specific preferences. So this list is not in any order. I wouldn't say that one is better than the other. Just pick what works for you. Okay, number one, touching. How often did you touch when you were dating? How often do you touch now? If you want to increase the emotional connection in your marriage, look for opportunities to be physically close. Now, I'm not just talking about sex here, which, by the way, can be a good thing if you're on the same page and you're both feeling it. But physical touch outside the bedroom can be amazing. When we're touched by our romantic partner, it actually triggers the release of oxytocin, which has been coined the love hormone, or the hormone that supports feelings of attachment. Just rub your body against theirs in a very obvious way as you pass by. That's one of the things I like to do. Even if people are around, I don't care if my kids are around, or perhaps we're in a room full of family, or I don't know, we're at a gathering of some sort with friends. I just like to rub uh, past him and just let him know that I'm doing this on purpose and I feel you, baby. (laughs) Maybe stroke their arm or their back to show support or interest. If you have a spouse who would appreciate it, maybe a squeeze of the backside could be appropriate. I know my husband never gets upset by me getting a little bit handsy with him. Some women don't like that though, so be careful, husbands. You got to be in the right place for that one. Perhaps a massage or even just coming from behind to wrap your arms around their waist. A small gesture of touch can trigger thoughts of of affection and love. Can trigger that oxytocin. Number two, let's start texting more. This is a super easy way to connect during the day when we have a hectic schedule. Okay? And when I say texting more, I don't mean texting, hey, could you pick up dinner? Or, hey, did you wash the clothes? Or did you turn the dryer on? (laughs) None of that. I mean, you can do that. But make sure that you add some fun, flirty texts. And for my listeners out there who may feel a little bit intimidated by turning up the flirt meter in your relationship, this one's going to be one of those easy ways that you don't really have to do in person, right? That you don't have to get all bothered and anxious about. 
We have all the emojis and uh, gifts available to our to us on our smartphones. And when I say gifts, I don't mean presents, but G I F S. You know those cute little um, short videos or like little memes. That's what I'm talking about on your smartphone. Although you totally should use words too if you can. I think you should use a combination of both if you're up for it. Maybe just as simple, I'm thinking about you right now. That can communicate to your spouse. It's important that they are important to you and on your mind, even when you're not together. And if you want to get really crazy, I know this one's out there, but maybe you could tell them what an amazing lover they are. Let them know that you're looking forward to connecting later. You do have to be careful with that one too, though. I remember one time we were at my parents' house for a family dinner, and my niece was looking at my phone to look at some pictures. <laughs> she got a little bit of a grin on her face. I think her, uh, she wasn't too embarrassed, but I think she was a little surprised. Apparently, my husband had texted the sentence, I like your butt. <laughs> so she just looked over at me and kind of smiled, and she goes, Uh, Jason likes your butt. <laughs> so we gotta be careful. You don't want those to get into the wrong hands. But fun little flirty texts can be a really great and easy way to stay connected. Just send an emoji or a GIF if you're just starting out. Super fun. Super easy. All right, number three, handwritten notes. Do you guys like notes? I like to leave notes occasionally and I like to receive notes. My husband left me a note on our bathroom window. It's probably six or seven years ago and it is still there. The page is a little bit curled and brown. <laughs> it looks a little bit rough. But I love that little reminder that he cared enough about me to take the time to write down some things he was feeling. Sometimes I leave notes for him like on special holidays or I'll just leave a note on his steering wheel in his car so he'll see it, see it when he goes to work in the morning. Sometimes I'll just leave like a favorite treat with it for him. That's one thing that I like to do. But I'm not sure that it's actually my husband's love language because he doesn't say a lot about these notes. He doesn't keep them on the mirror for years like I do. <laughs> but I think they're fun because you can keep them as a reminder. You can look back on them. I want to make a quick side note that's not really about um, handwritten notes, but it goes along with this in my marriage because it's totally something that I appreciate and maybe not something that he appreciates. I want you to know as you try new things with flirting and connecting, everything isn't going to be for every partner. And that's okay. Don't get offended by that. Just learn from it. Oh, this was fun. I'm sure he liked it, but it's not the thing that means the most to him. And you can still do it. I still leave my husband notes. I just don't get super upset when he doesn't come gushing through the door about it. So leave your partner a note. See if they appreciate it. They might. Number four, give compliments. Please, please, please don't underestimate the value of simply just telling your partner what you love and appreciate about them. Really think about how it feels to you when you're standing in front of somebody being told all the things that they admire about you or all the things that they love about you. This is actually really good for both people in the relationship because it's a reminder for both of us of all the things there is to love all the things that there is to value about each other. So if you're game tonight, just say thank you so much for X, Y, and Z that you did today. Or thank you so much for whatever the top three things are that you love and adore about your spouse. You can do this in person. It's one of my favorites. But you could absolutely do this through text or a note like we mentioned before. 
Something else you could even do is just start keeping a running list of all the things you love and, and value about your spouse. And what that will do is actually train your brain to start looking for the good in your partner every day. And you'll always have a list so you'll never run out of compliments to give them. <laughs> I say that's a win-win. Number five, say it with a whisper. Okay, this one might seem silly, but I think you should all try it at least once. Sometimes things being said in just a little bit of a different way can change the way we interpret the message. So I recorded this podcast, this part of the podcast more than once. So if you think it's goofy the way I whisper this, <laughs> just know that I think it's a little bit goofy too. But I'm going to I'm gonna try to show you how it sounds different. Um, so I want you to think about if your spouse is leaving, you're going to work or whatever, and you're saying, all right, bye, love you, see you later. Like a quick, just out the door, see ya. My husband and I do that a lot. And that's fine. That's okay. That's good. But I want you to imagine like your husband or your wife are about to go out and they come up to you and they just lean into your ear and they whisper softly, I love you and I cannot wait to see you after work. It's different, right? What about if you're in a public setting and your partner leans into you, perhaps pulls your hair back and they just say, you look absolutely incredible tonight. Totally different, right? Totally different than that off the cuff, like, oh, you look good. Not that that compliment is bad in any way. It's still great. But it's just that the whisper and the leaning in and the nuzzling close and the soft tones, there's just something a little out of the norm about that. And I think it's super flirty and hot. So maybe you could try the whispering. Number six, use code words or phrases. I really love this one. This one makes me feel like my husband and I are in our own secret little world, sort of. Like we have this special little place that's meant just for the two of us, and only we can understand the language. It can be sign language, maybe a little gesture you do with your hands. For me, like I mentioned earlier, sometimes I even do a little gesture with my face. So... It can be even a phrase like, hey baby, I think we need to go do the dishes now. That's actually code for, you're really doing it for me, or I really want to be with you now. Whatever you decide, keep that little phrase or that little sign between the two of you, and it can be super sexy to be talking about intimate things in a room full of people without anyone else knowing. I actually have a phrase that I say to Jason, but I'm going to keep that one to myself. <laughs> Some of you know me personally, and I don't want you to be interpreting my secret code. But suffice it to say, he knows exactly what it means. Have fun with this one. Keep it private between the two of you. Try it out and see how fun it can be. Number seven, dress to impress. Now you might not think of clothes as being super flirty. But I believe your clothing can be. And I don't just mean lingerie either. Although that certainly can be fun. Totally recommend it if you're into it. But think about another way of dressing to impress. What's your spouse's favorite outfit? What do you know they would love to see you in? Wear it when you go out and make sure you tell them that you're wearing it because you know they like it. Dressing in a way that your spouse really appreciates or enjoys can definitely be a show of affection. 
If you don't know what your spouse prefers, ask them. And don't be offended or take it personally if it's not what you expected or what you would choose. We all have opinions and that's okay. By the way, some of you might ask your spouse, hey, what do you like to see on me? And they'll say, I don't care. You look beautiful in all of it. That just means it's not really their love language. And for some people, it won't be. It's just like the notes with my husband. So don't take that personally either. Some people just don't care and they really do think you're beautiful in everything. My husband will sometimes lay out certain outfits that he likes to see me in. He literally will lay them on the bed before he leaves to work sometimes. I don't always wear what he wants me to, but I often do. So I'm not trying to say you have to give up your identity and always wear what your husband likes. Totally don't mean that either. Keep your identity, keep those things you love, but sometimes it can be fun to wear what they appreciate. Okay, number eight, hugs and kisses. When you greet or leave each other. Even though I could have just lumped this into the touch category because technically it is touching, I wanted to give hugs and kisses a category of their own, mostly because this is my husband's love language and it really isn't mine. This is one I have to be more intentional about and there are probably items on this list that are gonna be more meaningful to one of you than the other. And again, I just want you to know that's okay. We might just have to strike a balance or figure out how to make it fun and playful for both of you. So that's kind of what I like to do with the hugs and kisses or the touch. My husband, he is, like I said, definitely a physical touch person. And sometimes I'll just kiss him on the cheek in front of other people. He loves that. Or if I come sit with him or sit on his lap and give him a hug. He loves that at the end of the day. For many people, hugs can be just a way to de-stress and kind of calm down as maybe they're transitioning from work to family. So remember that. If one of you in the relationship has that love language of just hugs, those physical touches that last a little bit longer, try to be thoughtful about it. You can usually spare a couple of seconds even if you're in a hurry, especially if you know it's important to your spouse. Kiss during the day. Get playful with it. I know my husband and I can get playful with it sometimes. I'll spare you all the gross details, but one time I was being kind of feisty and funny and we ended up licking each other on the tongue (laughs) right in front of our teenagers. Uh, My oldest kid, he thought it was so gross. I think he wanted to go gouge his eyeballs out. But anyway, just get fun with it. Whatever works for you guys. Number nine, snuggle time. Sometimes we just want to be close without it leading to anything else. Again, this goes along with the touch, but I wanted to give this a separate category because sometimes we just want to snuggle to feel that closeness and connection in a non-sexual way. What if at the end of the day, you just ask your partner if you could hold them or if they would just hold you? Just wrap your arms around them and feel that closeness while you're relaxing to a movie or a TV show. Get in each other's personal space more often, even when it's not sexual. Now, sometimes at the end of the day, when Jason and I are just super tired and we've just had it, but we kind of do want to feel connected, we do what we call a leg snuggle. (laughs) Do you know what that is? If you're a leg snuggler and you do this too, you have to email me and tell me that we're not alone. We just wrap our legs and our feet around each other And we uh, just kind of lay, sometimes we'll lay our arms on each other too. We do it with our arms occasionally. 
But it's kind of a way to be connected and feel connected even when you're like, oh, I'm just done. I need my personal space. So do what works for you. That's what I'm trying to say in giving you that little example. It doesn't have to look the same for everybody. But if you're both feeling connected and you're both feeling important to each other, that's what matters. Find a way to get comfortable and close even if you have no intention of it leading to anything sexual. All right, number 10, the last tip I have for you. Show more interest in each other. Find moments in the day to keep your eyes on each other and listen intently to what they're saying. (laughs) This might seem a little strange if you don't do this often. I was actually doing this to my husband last week because I was feeling a little bit disconnected with him because we had been kind of hectic and of course I'm doing these podcasts and so I was able to notice it like, oh, I, I don't quite feel that connection that I want. So I was just staring into his eyes and he kept saying like, what are you doing? Why are you looking at me? Uh, So it was really funny. You might get an odd response first. But find moments in the day to keep your eyes on each other, to listen intently to what you're saying to each other. For a few minutes, ignore the kids, ignore the phone, really be present. When you're looking and when you're listening and when you are totally connected to each other, it's a great way to say, you are the most important person to me in this room. When you're out with friends or family, look over at him and let let him know you're really into him and you're glad he's yours. Lean in closer to her and let you know that you are, let her know you're completely focused and available to her. The gift of total attention and your total availability is a subtle yet powerful way to say, you mean everything to me. All right, my friends, what would you add to this list? What works for your marriage? I know the the options are limitless when it comes to flirting. I want you though to start remembering how fun and connective flirting can be. A few small gestures throughout your day to kind of break up that monotony can be the simple reminder that you both need to keep your connection strong. Start having fun together. Remember those things that drew you together in the first place. Which one of these flirty tips are you going to implement this week? I want you to pick one. Go do it.